between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. Thank you for tonight. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you, Father, for your unfailing love towards us. Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your spirit of faith. We thank you for your spirit of love. And I thank you for all that you are establishing us in, even in this season. Father, we appreciate your, your faithfulness towards us. We thank you for your commitment to ensure that we grow in you. Father, we thank you for the mercy which you've shown us. Father, we say thank you. Father, Lord, we ask tonight that as we come again, before you, as we come to you, we ask that you would bless us, O Lord, even within our soul, in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask for increase of your blessings upon us, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, O Lord, that the work which you have destined and which you are proposing in your heart to be done in our heart tonight to be realized, in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask this night for mercy concerning your word. Lord, we, we ask that you would open up your word to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I come under you and I come under your spirit. Father, I submit to you and to your spirit totally tonight. Father, for I am weak, uh, I, I come under you totally to be strengthened by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you would make my tongue the tongue of a ready writer in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, take my lips, take my tongue, use it to write. Give me your blessings tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask for help to align with your will tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, show us your mercy again. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For we know you answer us and you've heard us. Thank you, Lord, our Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Welcome everyone here tonight. Just uh, take a moment to say hello to your neighbor. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm sure we are. We're happy to be here tonight. Yes, sir. And I am happy to be here as well. And uh, I guess uh, we'll just go straight to the word tonight. 
Mm. Um, I know on Saturday we just had a uh, uh, is it is it a CA CA test? No, <laughs> <laughs> we had a CA test, yeah. and then we now had a question and answer session to follow. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, let's open to Galatians two twenty and see. We'll see where we go from there. Galatians 2 verse 20 is where we, we pretty much stopped and uh, it says I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live yet not I but Christ liveth in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me so I do not frustrate the grace of God for if righteousness come by the Lord then Christ is dead in vain. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, when I look at this scripture, I know I know this is one of the scripture we've been we've been on this for a while now. Um, somehow, somehow, still I, I still haven't I still haven't found a, a release to to leave this scripture yet. But I don't know. Maybe we will leave it today. Amen. Amen. Um, and I think on Saturday we, we dealt with a very important aspect of faith and faith of the Son in the sense that to understand what faith is and what faith of the Son is about. Amen. Because there could be the, the confusion. Because when we hear faith, when we just hear faith, right, the only thing that comes to mind, or most of it, like, well, I mean, not the only thing, but when we hear faith, the most the most is it glaring or the most um, common relationship we have with that is just believing God for things right um, how to believe and then it happens but faith is much more than that right there's a whole lot about faith in itself and then we began to define faith that pretty much faith is it's almost like a vehicle is a transporter of things right from it, it, it transports us to, to God, pretty much. Amen. Amen. And it's the foundation for the transfer of, of, of things between God and us uh, who he has deemed fit to, to graciously give himself to. Amen. Amen. And just understanding that, and then we, we now began to separate what faith towards God is about, which is the aspect of faith, Right? With an aspect of faith, right? And then we started talking about faith of the Son in itself, which in itself is a life. Amen. Amen. And because we, we call it faith of the Son, it is easy to think about it in the sense of faith towards God in such a way that we can think faith of the Son is all, is works the same way faith towards God works in such a way that we begin to believe God for faith of the Son, but that's not how it works, right? Faith of the Son is not what you believe to get faith of the Son. You don't use, like, that's not how it works. Pretty much, 
like we explained, we can use faith towards God while learning faith of the Son. Right? Because faith towards God or faith generally is just is it's almost like uh, a tool, an ability that God instill or installing us to allow us function towards God. Amen. And uh, and I think that's when we now began to explain the faith of the Son as a life. Right? Faith of the Son is a life rather than a faith. Or beginning to explain what that faith means. Amen. Amen. And then, and that's where we now began to just, you know, explain just living by faith, right? Uh, although I didn't, I don't think I talked much on that. And in a, in a way, I don't know why, but I still, I still feel it serious. I'm not too confident going forward yet with this faith of this. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'm not too confident going forward with it. But maybe I'll just talk about it a little bit, right? Or, or do we have any questions so far before I go? Any questions? Amen. Any question? Or no question? I don't know why. I don't know why I'm not too confident going if I don't know. Maybe people can help me. Eh? Amen. Okay. If there's no question. I guess we'll go like that. Amen. Amen. So, um, and I think we've, 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 we've learned the, the transition, or I just explained that there's a transition, right? There's, there's a, actually a point of transition between faith and faith of the Son, right? And I think I explained a whole lot about what faith can do and the best at which faith can achieve, right, in milk, right? And faith in itself, as, as, as much as it can connect us to God, faith in itself is not, does not have the ability to, to make men ascend upward. Well, let, me, let me start from there, right? And the, the believer's journey really is an ascension in the soul. Amen? So when we get born again, what begins to happen is that we begin to learn things um, that we need, or that's when we actually, I think I made this analogy maybe on Saturday, like it's when we actually start packing our bag to go on a journey, right? So that's pretty much what faith does. So faith is almost like a preparation, it's a preparatory work for the journey upward, amen? So we need to be journeying upward spiritually. And that this journey upward is where majority of believers couldn't find a transition. Amen. In the sense that now realize that there's a lot of believers that are in milk, right? Or they are in faith. When you check their work, you see that they are in, in like in faith, right? They are, they are, their love towards the saint, right, is growing. They are in faith uh, means that they love God sincerely. They they actually sincerely love God, but they've not been able to transit. One of the things here is that you notice that those kind of those kind of souls that have not been able to journey upward, they can't really really begin to deal with God right in such a way that they don't have any any. 
or they don't associate any growth spiritually to a natural increase. Amen. Right? In the sense that what we see majority of believers in that faith is that they, 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 they love Jesus. They love God. Right? And when you look at, when you look at a believer, what else can you have than to love God? Right? And then you don't, you don't realize that they begin to put a lot of emphasis on the natural, but true or at, at get it through a spiritual means. Amen. So that, that's mostly where we see believers, mostly. And then you now begin to see a lot of work that is happening whereby maybe they've journeyed, they've loved God, and now they're now wondering what's next. Right? So they've they've um, is it to believe God, they believe God. Is it uh, is it to um, start reading Bible? They read their Bible, right? They pray, they do all these things. Okay, maybe they even have maybe a small company of people around them that they call uh, you know, brethren, right? And then you know they now wonder what's next. Now realize then they now begin they sooner begin to search. Wow. They begin to search. Okay, yeah. where where can I where can I put this thing? Then you now realize that without help and without sight, without the transition upward, then you now begin to see that energy begin to put in a whole lot of things, different things, still around the meal, but because of a sense of growth, right? They feel that they actually that what they are doing is actually as a result of growth. But really, they they reached the maximum the maximum they could in that phase. Amen. They now you see maybe they are dissatisfied from from just not doing anything. Right? Then you see, okay, let's go and evangelize. Right? Okay. Then they start evangelizing. When the evangelize finish, okay, they now start looking again. What else can we do? Oh, okay, our fathers, they used when you see our fathers, there's a point they got to that their shadow was healing the sick. We should get there too. And then they begin to encourage others too. And then everybody will start going to fast and pray. And then so that they will seek God's faith. They will be God, take us there, take our generation. Right? And after they pray, 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 and they realize maybe God helps or maybe God, and they realize, but this thing is not going anywhere. No, because one of those things is that when they want to start, they are pumped yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we are going to seek. And by the time they seek first, two, three, four, then a month finish, then they realize, okay, what's next? Because yeah. <laughs> nothing is happening. It's the same thing. Amen. So now realize that there's so much you can do because, and what you begin to see that there's no breakthrough in understanding. Right? There's no break. There's because once we are full of faith, right, there ought to be a breakthrough in understanding to transition us to the next phase. And then, and, and, and this transition is very essential because that is really when Christianity begins to make sense. Amen. Why? Because see this that faith realm, Christianity don't make sense much. Because all that you are doing there is just learning preparatory works. You've not really, really started journeying upward. So you're just getting prepared. You're just learning. You're just you're acquiring skills, tools, things you need on your journey. Which if you don't have, you can't really move upward. Amen. So you now begin to see that. That is what we uh, we see, 
However, that is not to disdain those preparatory works. In short, if we've never applied ourselves, we should learn it too. We should apply ourselves to learn those things. Because it's very essential, it's very important. Amen. So, because most of the time when we talk like this, um, there's something, I don't know, maybe something in man. It's, I think it's probably something that Satan has installed in every man somewhere, somewhere that we are all getting delivered from. But once we hear it, the first thing that comes up in our heart is that, oh, so that thing is small. Okay, bye. Okay, what's the next one? Let me take it down. Give me the, give me the other, that one that, is, that seems higher. Let's, let's run with it. Right? But in as much as we want to go, we, we should not turn you know, dead ear or blind eyes to those things. There are things that we need to really, really work. Yes. If we see that it is lacking somewhere, I mean, for for most of the time, I guess because of time, I I've been saying I don't, everything involved in make is not everything I can teach here, mm-hmm. um, because I believe um, also part of the church is also to put a structure in place mm-hmm. for that. Yes. Right? The, the, and I think in most churches there's actually a provision for new believers class you know where they begin to teach things teach faith just at the beginning of faith like gradually you begin to trust god those things are very essential now because one of the one one thing that those areas really do is actually create a an experience for you because in in all, in all this milk learning you notice that there's a, you realize that there's more manifestation there compared to journeying upward so that, that, that faith, that faith, you no know, you know faith is almost like power. Faith wants to make you do things. That's what faith is about. Right? Faith wants to make you go and get everybody in the whole city of Unipe born again. Right? Faith will want to make you to just go somewhere. Oh yeah, everybody, he, he'll see, seek, raise, you know. Faith wants to make you do crazy things. Right? And... And that that that, um, and that 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 growth area, right? Of course, it should be guided. Yeah. However, I mean, it should not be stopped in the yes. sense that because I know many people when they see people growing, they're like, "I don't know, stop, don't, don't, don't. don't cut it short, but guide, right? Yeah. Because sometimes the soul needs those things to come into certain experiences in God. Why? We we need we, every episode needs a tangible experience with God. And you now realize that the the faith area that one will make you do things outwardly yeah. is actually training for work that you will do later. Mm. But it's just that time. But that time, all of us are blind. We don't even know. But and it's so funny that when we actually start growing upward, see the strength we have to grab do things. We don't have <laughs> we don't have that same strength to be changing. But we like changing. But we still change out. But you know, realize that there's a, there's a, the, 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 the speed that we have when we want to go and be uh, combating everybody is yeah. different yes. from the speed to changing world. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And then one of the one of the one of the biggest lie that a soul can come into mm-hmm. is that seeing that faith phase mm-hmm. that they have no they have nothing to work on. Because wow. because there's Christian there's some Christianity now. Yeah that speaks about faith mm-hmm. and talks about righteousness mm-hmm. and talks about the new creation reality, mm-hmm. right? Which is the reality in our spirit and then they throw the soul away. So they tell you that you don't have to do anything. Jesus did everything for you. 
You don't have, you just have to believe. You don't have to do any work for salvation. And when I now see people making that argument, and I realize that even though they don't know it, the argument they are making is new but new but faith. Right? Whereby you don't need to do anything to it, you just have to believe. Right? And then they that they lose sight of the journey of growth. And it's, it's clear. Because there's no way you can talk about growth and you won't talk about works. And in short, you have you must have a, a what's it called? It's like almost a blind side to what works really mean. Right? Now begin to see that. But the the upward movement is what begins to address the, the or what Christianity was built for what was was for is what that area now begins to address. Because you notice in faith you can have a lot of deliverance, right? But those deliverances in that milk level is not really, really deliverance in the soul. Because there's deliverance in your body, there's deliverance in your soul. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, when we get born again, the first deliverance you come into is the deliverance in your spirit by being quickened. Right? We were dead, mm-hmm. and then we were raised in Christ. Right? And then that's the first quickening, that's the first deliverance we have. But there are many things we need to be delivered from because many, many people don't see the aspect of the soul which has inherited a whole lot of things. And they need to take it away. And then we now begin to address those things as if they are, they are things in the body. <laughs> That's the thing. Because the way we address them is as, almost as if they are in the body. And you know the way we deal with the body is very simple. Ah, okay, you have this thing. Let me cut it away. Right, okay, this thing is there. Let me remove it. But it doesn't go like that. Right, because things, things in the soul, like, like we've been talking about, there's a whole, anything, if you want to address anything in the soul, it has to be by knowledge. And it's not by, and it's not by, the, okay, there, there, there's a knowledge, because when I say knowledge, they're associated with words, right? And there's a, there's a sense of that word in the sense that people can also say, oh, what are you saying? What if I'm studying my Bible? Right, and I keep studying, I keep studying until the word jumps up, and then I'm able to have a breakthrough and I get delivered. Right now, those kind of things they are not really, really talking about a major deliverance in the soul. Right now, because you now realize that what those things do, the purpose of all those experiences is actually to be, allow enough word, faith word, for deliverance, for actual deliverance. So, but in a sense, we kind of think, oh, yes, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Then all of a sudden, you have stopped fornicating. Mm-hmm. Then you realize that even though they stopped, right, it's not really, really the word that did the stopping. The word raised faith in them, right? And then somehow, it was enough to put uh-huh, to put a stop, but that thing is a full deliverance because they can easily just move move back into it, right? They now realize that they now begin to. If if it is by that, then why do they usually not put different systems in place to ensure they don't fall back? 
right? Because imagine you say, okay, you are delivered, and then you just carry yourself like that, just throw, throw yourself inside a situation where... Yeah. <laughs> no, that's to tell you that, okay, thank God, the, the, the truth has made you realize something. Faith is enough in you to, to at least begin to be aware of how to escape, but you've not escaped. Right? But in a way, we have some form of, some form of safeguard that only goes put there. Yeah. 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 Only goes, it's almost like the wisdom of the Holy Spirit in a way to save us. Right? Mm-hmm. And then he now start giving you wisdom. You know what? Um, now that you realize that you can stop this thing, okay, submit yourself to your pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, no, if you're thinking about these things, call your uh, friend or your confidant that you can talk to and can pray with you mm-hmm. so that you don't, you, know, you don't get tempted and all those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you are okay before disregard all those things, yeah. but no, you can't because you know that if you do all those things, man, before you blink, you are gone. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's there's but there's an actual work of deliverance that can remove all those things away. Right? And that only happens when we begin our upward journey, when the real work of Christianity begins. Amen. Amen. And we all we all love the faith. We all love the faith, the faith, that faith, that faith area where we can just organize go and do many things. We like doing things so. In short, every believer loves just doing things and they forget that aspect of no, it's not easy for a believer not to do anything. Yeah. Wow. No, realize that every time you want to go and do everything, travel, go, 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 go everywhere. But can you actually stay in one place and have a sense of growth? Right? It takes sight and it takes help of those. When you have actually seen upward movement, when you have transitioned, that's the only time that can take place. Or if by, by mercy, in a way, God begins to train you by the Spirit before you come into the understanding of it, right? Because that is also possible where God can begin to lead you, right? And that is why people that give themselves to leading seriously, they don't have too much, too much problem transitioning. Some of them actually transition without knowing. Because they can follow leading, and if you check, if you check most believers, right now we are not disciplined when it comes to leading, in a, in a sense, in the sense that all this leading, 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 leading that everybody is shouting about. Eh? No, there are different aspects to leading. Sometimes when God is leading the art, it is possible for God to lead your body and not lead your soul, right? And I realize that many of us are more accustomed with the outward leading, body leading, much more than the inward leading. You now realize that even though many people outwardly are led, they may have trouble transitioning. But those that pay more attention to inward leading may not have too much trouble. And you know inward leading is not necessarily just about at what your body, your job, things like that. Sometimes inward leading, inward leading, only because can be increasing it gradually, like attitudes, um, cultures, you know, conversations. Yeah. Now only goes begin to culture it, and it begins to lead. And it's not all those leading doesn't lead to money, right? But most of us, we see that money area. Ah, we love it, man. We love that money area. We love it. So most of the time, when Holy Ghost is leading us. 
I'm sure I want to know. And some of us, we can be so... Ah, how do I put it? Sometimes when we are being led, there are different... Some, some of us, we obey Holy Spirit so that we can tell others that God led me. Oh, yeah. Right? It's possible. <laughs> so that we can open our CV. Yeah. Wow. This, 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 God led me. This is how God, this is how God, this is how God. But yeah, okay, oh, oh yeah, God has led you, no problem. Oh, awesome, awesome. Ah, is even that, okay, okay, all right, awesome, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, let, let's not start looking at leading inwardly. Yeah. Now realize that there's gaps. Mm. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why, but it's almost as if any leading that seems to show a little bit of power, we like that one, those ones. Yeah, yeah. That just show that power day. Yeah. We like those, I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe something in the soul. Mm. Wow. Something in the soul, we like those things. I don't know, but those, those are the things that... I don't know if that makes sense to you, Sha. In the sense that, you know, there, there, there are some leading that by the time you finish giving those leadings and start sharing it, you know... That, the, the, the picture, image, people see is like, wow, this person, spirit, <laughs> right? I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong in being led, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about certain things mm-hmm. that can begin to attach itself yeah. to what God is. And, and those are the areas we don't see. Yeah. And those are the real issue. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. So while we are happy and ready to tell everybody about how God led us yeah. and, and how you know we have been delivered from lying and different things, mm-hmm. we don't see those areas. Yeah. Those areas and those areas are I don't know how to put it there. In as much as or let me put it this way, every believer knows certain things like we oh, don't be proud, uh, when you are proud. Um, God resists you. It's possible that God can resist you. Know, you know, but as much as we say those, mm. we know the way yeah. we relate with those things yeah. is yeah. mostly when it comes to yeah. ministry, yeah. when it comes to a Christi- the Christian language, yes. you know. Yeah. But mm. when you begin to check, okay, let's remove Christianity, let's check character. Yeah. yeah. Now realize that those things are missing. Yeah. Right? They are not there. And those are the real, real issues. And it is easy for, for these areas to be unseen. Wow. Right? Most especially, that's why we have a lot of trouble in, in, the, in the Christian world. And people are waking up these days. Right? We have a lot of trouble in the Christian world whereby people are realizing that we say all these things about being Christian. We speak in tongues. We pray. We talk about going to church every single time. And if you go to church more than me, you think I'm a sinner. I mean, you should go to church. You get what I mean? You know, it's not a validation that you should not go to church. You know those people. If anybody is hearing that one, and it's one of those people, mm-hmm. they'll be like, "You see, we said it. We said it. Mm-hmm. Just because you go to church more than me, you feel that you are better." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not a validation. It's not a validation for them for you to not start abusing them. No, you should go to church. Yeah. Amen. So it's not a validation. Yeah. They are right. But they may not be perfect, but they are right. Yeah. Right. I get, and where the problem now is that we don't really understand what church is about. And so most people, they go to church and automatically assume that because somebody bear brother, because somebody bear sister, they are awesome and they are Jesus. Right? 
And that is where we have a lot of heart mm. issues in the body, whereby people yes. so like, you know, may be offended yeah. in different things. Yeah. And I realized that this same thing that is still happening is what the apostles mm. were warning against. And they are preaching, and they said that see this area is milk. Right? Wow. Because all those, and you know, notice that in milk, see, strife, envy, jealousy, they easily thrive yes. without us knowing. Yeah, that's yes. true. Sometimes it might be traveling, and we, do, we have no clue that what is at work is at that end. We are too blind to those things. And it's so, it's so funny that a believer can carry envy and use the Bible to validate it and use the same, and that can use the same Bible to tell another brother about how another brother is not, is not a true brother and is not following Jesus. Right, but those are just signs of milk, signs of yeah. you know, no growth. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. The same person yeah. that can preach, preach, preach about Jesus, right, yeah. won't have any issue yeah. talking bad about somebody just for their own gain. Yeah. 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 Right? They won't have any issue, and they will, and they will, and they will, be, they will claim it is wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All those things just. Begin to see all those things. So you know, when you now begin to look at this this whole picture, you realize that ah, there's a whole lot of issues if we just stay in milk. Mm-hmm. Why? Because really, milk is not designed to handle all those issues. Mm-hmm. It can it it can help to some degree, right? But when it comes to handling, see, when you talk about intent, mm-hmm. the the funny thing is that we ourselves we have no clue yes. how corrupted our intent could be. Yes, sir. Yes. It takes when we begin to come alive and we begin to see righteousness, then we now begin to descend in some way that ah, wait to see that intent in a corner somewhere there. Ah, I don't think that thing is right. But while we are in me, we may never see that. What I'm really saying pretty much is that. See that so. For you to get to it, you need mysteries. Because what what is locked up in the soul are mysteries. And the mystery, right, that we need is the mystery is what they refer to as knowledge. Right? When mystery is revealed, it becomes a knowledge. Amen. And if 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 you don't need it, then God will not give it. Yeah. Then I realized that Paul began to talk about him, right? Speaking the mysteries of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So the mysteries of Christ, mm-hmm. that mystery of Christ is a provision for the soul, mm-hmm. because it is the mystery of Christ that can demystify the mystery of sin. Sin itself is a mystery. Do we know that? Yeah. Sin is yeah. a mystery. Iniquity is a mystery. Mystery is something you can't really, you can't descend. Right? Mystery is something you can't descend. Or, okay, let me read Thessalonians. I'm going to close very soon and I will shock you. Because many people don't believe me right now. 
Amen. Amen. So we open the book of Second uh, Thessalonians. Chapter two, I believe. Is it chapter two? I believe it's chapter two. Yeah. So let me read from verse verse five. It says, "Remember ye not, because I don't want to read from verse one, because that verse one to verse five can can take us in another direction." It says, "Remember ye not that." When I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what we told it, that he might be revealed in his time. So for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. That said, only he who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way. Amen. Amen. So he said the mystery of iniquity. Now, iniquity, when you talk about iniquity, iniquity is the master of sin. Right? So iniquity is, is the father of sin. Right? So iniquity, if the mystery of iniquity is already working, it's clear. It is the mystery of iniquity that worketh sin in souls. Amen. So the mystery of iniquity, if, if, it's, if iniquity is a mystery, then sin is a mystery. Amen. Amen. And it is clear it's a mystery because for ages we couldn't descend sin. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the only descending of sin that we know? Yeah. Eh? What is the descending of sin? The... Fornication. <laughs> Ten commandments. <laughs> if you now think about it, right? Think about it scripturally. Mm. Just if you have an idea of just Old Testament, New Testament. Think about where it is clear that men were able to discern sin, right? I mean, the apostles were. Now, let me not talk about scripture alone. Think about this whole scripture, right? Now think about man and how we, the body, have been able to deal with sin. Now realize that before we begin to learn what is even called righteousness at all, the maximum we can tell of sin is everything in the Ten Commandments. Outside that, we don't know anything else. So, in a way, most of us we believe that we are Christians. We are no longer uh, in the law, but according to Greece. Yeah. But don't realize that what we are really, our works is still after the law. Because all we are trying to do is let's try not to fornicate. Let's try not to steal. Let's try not to covet. Put system in place. If you see any border commit fornication, ostracize them, take them to the back of the church. Give them black. They create a seat that is called that is black. Paint it black, right? And make sure they sit there so that everybody knows that they've committed sin. Do you know, do you know what that is? To, is what, what, do you know the reason? What, what, do you know what that would do to me? If you see somebody there in a black seat and you see their shame, you yourself fear will be in you. <laughs> you will not dare want to be caught in that kind of scenario, right? So really. The power to deal with sin is not there. Right? So, we have, we have a skewed knowledge of what sin really is. Amen. And, and the sad truth is that milk can't deal with sin. Milk does not have the strength to deal with sin. 
until you move, you transition into yeah. growth, upward movement, then you begin to have an idea of what's in it. Because it is actually when you begin to ascend, right, yes. that you can begin to see what is below. Does that make sense? Yes. While you are, have you, have, you, have you traveled in a plane and as you were landing and just look at the ground, you now begin to see that you, actually, you can actually, actually see much more ground while you are in the air than when you are on the ground. In short, on the ground, your sight is not, is not further than your, in front of you, what you can see. For you to know, if you are in one part of the city, for you to know what is in the other part, you need to now travel, 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 travel there. They look there, okay, so here, this word here. But when you are up, you can actually begin to look at the entire map of Winnipeg. Yeah. Right? You can see everything. You can capture, you can cover ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means that you can have a knowledge of the whole city by just going up. Yeah. Right? Wow. Now, it's actually when you are ascending, you now begin to see yeah. sin, walk of sin. Right? And then, then you can now begin to discern what sin really is. Right, and we don't, we don't, we don't know sin. Sin is a mystery. It's a mystery. Now, and why is it a mystery? Is because anything that you will give to the soul must be a mystery. Because that's that's how you hide. That's how you install it. Now, when it it is it is mystery that excites the soul. What makes what makes so take something easily is when it's a mystery. Yeah. You know notice that even you can tell that just from the natural, natural, mm. natural um, science. Mm. Science just they, we all we, we like to start looking for things that's not lost. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That thing is a, is is a soul nature. That thing is just a is what is what the, the soul does. You are bringing it and that's how using it. Yeah. It's almost as if when you don't have something that yeah. you can't find, yeah. souls can commit suicide. Yeah. Wow. Well, because the soul needs a sense of uh, what's that? Ah, what's that word? Oh, Kai was in my mind now and just disappeared. They need a sense that they are doing something, but there's a word I'm trying to use for it. Eh? Accomplishment. And something like that. It's like, something like, they need to have a sense of accomplishment that they've done something. They've conquered. <laughs> yeah. I see that they, we have conquered. Mm-hmm. And you notice that if we are not fully, if, if that thing also shows even in Christians when we are not grown. Yeah. When we've not grown. Yeah. We want to conquer it. 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 Okay. Have you conquered faith? Okay. Okay. Have you conquered, you know, how to raise the dead? You know, all we want to do is to go and to conquer and conquer. Mm. Mm. And that thing really in itself is a problem in the soul. But we don't know. Mm. So the soul, it's the soul by nature. What it eats is mysteries. Mm. Then when the mystery begins to work in the soul, the soul begins to demystify it. It, wow. the, the soul like why because the, the more mysterious it is the longer yeah. it is yeah. or the longer it stretched upon the soul yeah. so the longer the soul can hold on yeah. to it yeah that makes sense well in the sense that mm. if if the soul 
since the phone now, it's not it's, it's not too mysterious. Mm. Mm. This is you know what it does. Mm-hmm. He's looking for something he does not know. Mm. Okay. Ah, yes, I don't know this. Now realize that. Check yourself. You you have a whole sense of fulfillment when you demystify something. Yeah. Yeah. You may be trying to crack something. You may try to crack something, and then all of a sudden, yes, I got it. The soul is excited. I think most of us that go to school can relate with that. Yeah. Especially when I try to study and we try to study, I put it. Oh, I don't understand this. I don't the moment we get it, yes, that's what gives pleasure to the soul, and it's pleasure the soul eats. Amen. That's what it does. That's what it lives for. So the moment you remove mystery from the soul, no excitement. That's why when you do a job that it is repetitive, mm. after a year, two years, three years, you're already crying. When am I going to leave? Mm. Yeah. Even the workforce knows. Yeah. Has come. They know. That's why they always try to get you going. Are, are you enjoying your job? Um, is it too boring? And then the job, they will tell you repetitive tasks. Yeah, no. Yeah. I can tell you that no soul likes any task that is repetitive. Yeah. But we can put up with it yeah. because we need to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to put food on the table. You wouldn't mind. Yeah. How you will know you have an issue with repetitive task is that let them give you enough money to quit that job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see whether you will stay there. <laughs> That's how we know how much you love that repetitive task. You just get enough money to quit, and you know, that your problems are solved. Then you realize that ah, I didn't really like that thing. Yeah. I just had to chop, man. <laughs> right? So souls, so this man so love mystery and nature. So the way the way sin is wrapped in the soul is by mystery. So while we may be, while inwardly sometimes we may be able to discern it, right? Most of the time we can't. Yes, sir. And it's working. Yes. It is when we now begin to pay attention inwardly. Now begin to wait, to wait. To, there's something. There's there's something here that is. Okay, what's that? Then you check, check. You open layers. Then you're like, ah, there's something here. Oh wow! But milk does not have the skill and the tool. To open up the soul, mm-hmm. eh? to begin to do a surgical operation upon the soul, to begin to reveal sicknesses or what has been done upon the heart. Amen. Amen. So that's sin has been ruling, walking, doing all kinds of things. In short, sin, eh? sin. Has worked with religion, moved, moved. It has shaped yeah. things. Yes, we have no clue what sin looked like because it's a mystery. Mm. It's a mystery, mm. right? And but in milk, when we see, well, we see that it's a, it's a. We see that sin. Is a or let me put it this way sin before upward movement. Mm. The maximum you can see about it is what the Ten Commandments gives. Mm. 
But you now realize that there is something much more than that. That's what Jesus began to show us. When he, t- he was telling them that, see, I, have, I do not come to abolish the law. I have come to fulfill it. Which means that there's something you can have that is much more than obeying, than, than keeping the law. But Jesus is not saying that you can't, you, sh- you should not keep the law. Because the law is also cut out of God's righteousness to give to Israel. But just just telling you that there is something much more that can answer to all these things that this law ought yeah. to address. Yes, so inside the leading of the spirit, right, being baptized mm. and growing up spiritually, you now realize that everything inside the commandment, right, the Holy Ghost is also instructing you not, you shall not lie, you shall not steal. Mm. If you are growing up, you wouldn't want to steal. If you are growing upwards, you wouldn't want to commit adultery or fornication. Mm. Mm. When it happens, you know that, ah, something has happened to me. Ah, no, something's wrong here. Nobody, nobody that is growing upwards sees that and, and is happy mm. with any of those things. Amen. 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 But there's something much, 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 much more that can answer to sin. Mm. Amen. Amen. I feel this area of sin, right? We might need to, right? I've got the episodes. To just open it up small, 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 small. Because it is what Satan has worked upon the soul. Wow. When you now begin to, when you now begin to not just begin to check, just check how people address sin. Yeah. Now realize that most people don't address sin based on yes. righteousness, word of righteousness. What we begin to how we try to address sin is by just uh, is by is, is the best way you can address it from the law. Right? Mm-hmm. Some people don't have answer to souls that just can't stop themselves from fornicating. Mm-hmm. When there are souls like that, mm-hmm. the soul has been going to church. And then the soul will result to uh, the sinner saved by grace. Mm-hmm. Even, the, even the person don't give up. But when you ask the person, you like, I really want to stop this, but I just, I, I just don't have answer to this thing. Many people will castigate that soul and be like, oh, that one. Say so a true Christian, we've been telling you, but they don't know the issue. Yes. You know how to get to the root. There is something much. Maybe the way someone can deal with that one, and it's so simple, it may not be the same for someone. Because the way sin yes. is, is wrapped, the whole. It's not yes, that soul. Yes, sir. It's different. It's not the same thing. Wow. But we don't, you don't, you don't, you don't see. You don't see that when you don't actually understand what sin is and how it's making that so yes. continually do those things. Mm. So you need a higher side, right, over sin to discern sin, right, and know sin. And that's what and and it is it is the knowledge of that that Jesus Christ faith faith of the Son begins to reveal. Yes, sir. Faith of the sun will begin to move us upward. And when we are moving upward, we begin to see clearly things. Now, that doesn't mean that immediately we are delivered. But just having sight, being able to see it alone, some level of deliverance has begun within the soul. Some release. Why? Because something you don't understand, you can't have an answer for. Yes, sir. If you don't understand something, there's no way you can have an you can have a solution 
for that thing. Amen. You now realize that even in the natural world, the way people fix things is by the knowledge of how the thing works. No, you can't. If, if, if a TV is spoiled now, you can't repair it if you don't know how that TV works. Yeah. Or the technology of the TV. There are some TVs that it is plug and play. Right? Yeah. There are certain components that they just put together, they plug. Some TVs are not like that. If you don't know that, you wouldn't know how to address a particular TV. Amen. The way a plasma TV works, it's even the way an LED works. So if you don't know the technology and how they put those technology together, you can't fix any issue that that TV would have. So you don't realize that the technician that addresses those kind of issues, they know the TV, they know the technology, they know how things are put together. So, and they, they now know how to find default. So they need the knowledge. The knowledge gives them the skill to begin to find fault. And that is why heaven will now, through the faith of the Son, begin to introduce us to the knowledge yes, of sin. Mm. Show us what sin is. Mm. And I noticed that in Galatians, Paul was also addressing the, the, the guys there that will begin to use the law to live. Like, mm. ah, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys are backward, man. Mm. Like there's something called faith of the Son. Like there's a life you ought to be living by. So that life itself is what begins to reveal sin. Show sin. Tells you what sin looks like. Right? Begin to you know there's this we need knowledge about sin. We need to know what sin is. Some of us might think that it is bad to know to learn sin. Not yet to learn sin, you'll be like, what do you want to learn sin? We are not talking about going to commit sin to learn it. We are talking about to know what it is. How it works within the soul. There are many works of sin and death. There are many works of that. Sin and death is a, is a work inside the soul. And that is the reason for Christ. Because Christ is also a work. Which is come to destroy the works of the devil. Hmm? No part of the work of the devil is sin. Yes. So a part of what Christ has come to destroy. Now, while it is good for us to learn, you know, I know there's a gospel, right, that teaches us that Jesus has come to deal with all sin so that you know that you can overcome sin. But that gospel is not enough to deliver a soul. It is enough to bring a soul into an awareness. What, what that thing will do really is to elevate faith in the heart. And when faith is elevated, you can you not believe, yes, Jesus can save me. Ah, we have walked over sin. We have walked over sin. We have walked, yes, I am delivered. Yes, you are delivered, but we need to see it inside the soul that you are delivered. Amen. And all these deliverance, how to be delivered, everything that surrounds those operations is what begins in the upward movement. Amen. Amen. When we begin to learn faith of the Son is when we are really, really, really beginning our journey to God. Not many people want to journey to heaven. But what they are looking for there is not God. They just want to journey to heaven. Get there so that they don't go to hell. So people's reason for going to heaven is to escape hell. Yes, sir. 
And some of them, while they have grace, ah, time has gone, I'm closing on. They have grace that, of course, I will escape here. Some are high mansion. In <laughs> Why? And that sense, really, God forgive me. Because the, we, we've been taught these teachings, right, about yeah. mansion. And we all believed it. And I mean, I don't want, I'm not wrestling against that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking about certain people that in their mind, that mansion is what is it there. In short, it's, it's that mansion that is making them to go and evangelize. Because the, the, the way it has been preached is the more work you do, the more beautiful your mansion is. Some people died, eh? or maybe not even dead. Maybe God took them and then they went to heaven and they began to show them houses. And then they, they will now explain to them see these people, your works is what makes them have this kind of house. But all those things are signs. If if I take that revelation and judge it by right the word of righteousness, I can tell you that what they saw is not wrong. The understanding is the problem. Because those houses that they said they are being built, it's actually them. And their works is their obedience to righteousness. So the more they do those works of righteousness, yeah. uh-huh, the more their mansion will be beautified. Yeah. And that mansion is their soul. Sometimes you will see mansion. Sometimes you will see garment. Mm. They are really the same thing. Yeah. What, because a house yes, is a covering. Yes, right? A garment is also a covering. Sometimes in scripture they are the same. So when you see mansion, ah, Mansion. What they are really talking about is what you are wearing, yeah. because that man, that mansion can cover. So when Jesus also is talking about in my father's house, there are many mansions. He's not just talking about one big house that you go. Imagine you may see a big house even in a vision or in a dream, but they are not really talking about yes. a house. When you get there, because I mean, the very simple simple question to even remove that thought is the angels that are in heaven. Where are they living? So if angels don't need houses, why do you and I need a house? And the reason why we are thinking that way is because we are earthly. And sometimes Jesus can use earthly things to describe a spiritual thing for you because that's what we can relate with. Imagine a soul that does not understand anything and Jesus just comes and tells you, garment, your garment, your garment. See that mansion is your garment. Be confused, wondering. But for, for heaven to explain something spiritual to a soul, sometimes they might, they might use earthly things to represent, but what they are saying may not really be. There's no mansion in there. Yeah? Because they are not like you and me that needs... You know, this is a falling life. They don't need wood. They don't need wood to cover them. To not make it some ah, was gonna, I'm closing soon. To not make it better, they now they now change the the house. That see the house they are made of gold. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they say the house are made. You see how they build those houses? They are made of gold, beautiful, shining. What they are really talking about is 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 nature's soul. And then the 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 to to you know to men the most precious things in those times. Right, are like gold, those things, yeah. silver, 
Notice that the scripture uses those things a lot. It's because that's what we can mostly relate with. Because those things are signs. If you want to ask Angel Gabriel, Angel Gabriel, please, can you show me your mansion in heaven? <laughs> oh, you don't think it, it is law now? If they say we will judge angels according to, you know, there's that we will judge angels, mm-hmm. which in a way that time gives us a sense that we are higher than angels. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we will be, then why are angels not having houses? Yeah. Why are they not having mansions? Mm-hmm. When you see an angel, it's a mansion mm-hmm. on his own. His frame is built. Why does it need? What does it need to be covered? What does it need a house for? This is why we need house here. Is because we need to be covered from the sun, from the rain, right? Weather, adverse effect of the weather. There, there's no rain. There's no thunderstorm. So what do you need a house for? Do you want to be cooking inside there? Yeah? You need a bed. <laughs> you need to do laundry. You know, I mean, you wonder what will you put inside the house here? Couch, okay. You have visitors. Who will be, who will be visiting you? <laughs> no, they are, we are taking away like a community here. That way everybody will come. They will come and visit you. No. It's not going to be like that. Those things are talking about nature. Things we ought to come into. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, heaven needs to help us to, to, to begin to grow upward begin to move upward spiritually and the upward movement really in the scripture the beginning of that upward movement is when a soul begins to see the kingdom then what that is a sign that a soul is moving upward spiritually amen praise the lord and as a, re- and, and as a result we begin to lend faith faith of the son a life that we need to learn. So let's let's go to Romans one actually, and then we would would end there, and then we'll see. I know this uh, this fate of the sun teaching. Uh, I don't I don't know, man. Is <laughs> I mean there are, the funny thing is that there are, so far that there are many uh, different entrances in that area. And also different things we need to learn. Mm, yeah. To me, it's like a mountain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I, I will go to, I to, I to, I to break all this thing. But we are not in a rush. Are we, in, are we in a rush? We are not in a rush. So we'll go gradually as heaven is helping us. Amen. Amen. So, spirit mm, Romans. She would weep. Amen. Amen. I know I don't want to just cut off that thought of, of how we begin to deal with sin in the world we begin to learn the fate of the sun. Well I think I began I'm just talking about the the strength, what, what fate of the sun can do when we begin to live by that fate. Amen. Amen. And as we begin to journey upward, right, things we can see. We see we can see sin for what it is, right? We can begin to deal with things that milk cannot deal with. Right? The transition spiritually that needs to take place in the soul, right? For that soul to now begin to journey towards God, move towards God. Yeah. And this this aspect really is what separates those that really want God and those that want other things. Because yeah. what you now begin to see is that 
When the faith of the son begins to come to souls, faith, how to live by faith of the son, a lot of things begin to cloud the heart. Men, now notice that it's that time that men begin to run away. Why? Because in a way, you know when you begin to seek kingdom, there's a way milk painted kingdom for us. Right? There's a way milk painted heaven. All these journeys. But it is so easy for us to relate with natural things. And not fear too much. Or think too much about what it takes to get to heaven. Like, you know, and all we are just doing is, that's because, let me get to heaven. No? We must not miss heaven. How? You know, I see teachings about, don't lie. Or be nice. We don't know when Jesus will come. Make sure you are doing the right thing. You know. All of those things is, is still just helping us. Mm-hmm. Helping us. We've, because we've not seen light yet. Okay. Amen. Yeah. But when we begin to see clearly, we now begin to see things, journey, what our hearts should anchor on. Mm-hmm. The faith of the soul begins to now move inwardly, inside the, the real hidden things of the heart. Then we now realize that we are so involved that it is difficult to leave them and follow after righteousness. Mm-hmm. So, of course, in a way, I think part of the thing that the faith of the son begins to minister to you so is how to lose your life. Yes. Then you begin to see, sometimes we sense that this thing can make us poor. Why? And the reason why you so can see that is because in a way, they've had hope of being rich. And maybe in the way they are seeing themselves being rich, there's a way the soul can, it can be printed to the soul. And when they begin to see the life that the faith of the son is beginning to bring, ah! They can tell from afar. The, the thing is not even near them yet. But they just sight it from there. The way it's smelly. They know that this one <laughs> has the ability to remove ambition from me. Yeah. This thing has the ability to make me not do anything. And that's an issue. Yeah. In short, God forgive me, I'm not against anybody. Mm-hmm. Some pastor problem is that you are not doing anything. Yeah. And that thing can be an issue. Yeah. To, to, to pastor say, why are you not doing anything? Yeah. 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 No, no, no. You can't. You, you can't. You, can, you cannot be doing nothing. Nothing. No. You have. All of a sudden, you become the black sheep, mm-hmm. right? And it's, it's lack of sight. And, and I get their concern too, in the sense that many, many, many Christians, mm-hmm. yeah, many Christians have been bastardized what Christianity is. Mm-hmm. In the sense that you see many Christians. That instead of going to a job, they will not go to a job. They will be claiming Jesus. The Jesus, Jesus, they will not go to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah? When they are supposed to be diligent with things, they will be diligent. Yeah. Right? Things they should do, they will then. Of course, every pastor will be worried. Yeah. And then you now begin to see teachings about war, faith without work is dead. Yeah. That's really, really where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. But that faith without work, those are not the things it's meant to address. But of course, we can use it to address it so. They are refused. <laughs> In short, that kind of a soul, if that soul goes through milk well, it should not have that problem. Mm. Shouldn't. Mm. You should learn how to be diligent. You should learn how to, you know, yeah. gone. diligent. Do what you are supposed to do at the right time. You know, all those things. But, not say, but where, where, where there's really, really concern for me is that aspect of leading. That area has been bastardized too much. Mm. And we've, we've glorified some leadings mm. that we shouldn't glorify. Yeah. <laughs> no, there are some blind leading mm. that, that 
we know that it's milk okay fine but we are waiting okay you souls will grow right but well we can start with blind leadings but leadings are not meant to be blind with growth there's a way we begin to perceive leading but we how we will start is actually with blind blind there's no way there's i don't know because of and it's because of how we've been not because there's a problem in god's side no it's just us we are the issue Amen. And then as we are being led blindly, then we begin to move into being led spiritually with sight by revelation. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So this this area of learning righteousness is sometimes can be dreading to souls. Because eh? sometimes in a way they just they just speak it. I don't know, even before we start preaching to them, they just, they're just, they're just telling you, ah. I'm not sure if I'm ready for this, man. Mm. And just the way the soul can be telling you that. I don't think I'm ready for this. Because when the soul is seeing what the message is bringing, ah! Then they begin to calculate how to cut their their game. Especially if somebody is doing something that may not be righteous totally, maybe they're dealing deals, different things. But I want to continue in this my way and still be an easy Christian. Now realize that's when they begin, they begin to fight. And that's what separates those that really want God from those that are just using God to get things. If a soul really, really, really sincerely wants God, they won't be afraid to learn what it takes to get to Him. Seeing the kingdom comes with responsibilities. You know when you say you see the kingdom, the way it sounds, it's more exciting than the real thing. It's true. Because when you say, ah, we see the kingdom, you see, we are excited. You know, I say I'm excited when I hear it. Ah, see the kingdom, man. But you realize that what the kingdom is, <laughs> what it means to see the kingdom is a serious problem to souls. Why? Because every soul somehow has ambition. There's ambition in every soul. And, and those things begin to kill it. Imagine somebody that, you know, it's an ambition to want to have edge over others. I want to have life is beginning to cut those things. Okay, it's, ah, you know that or more. There's a problem here. Yeah. Just hold on to your Christianity. I'll take my own. And that's what most people resorted to. Yeah. Amen. But it is there's a there's a there's a there's a way then we can gain God. And if we are sincerely, and this is my question for most people. When I see Christians, right, and they're not too much interested in God. Now I, I don't. I, I don't do. Too, I won't ask too much questions. It's very simple. Do you do you want that? It's a simple question. Do you want God? Are you interested in knowing God? Simple. Because that's really it. That's that's really that's sincerely it. If we are interested in knowing God, then there are some things that we we'll be, we'll begin to yield ourselves to. We'll begin to learn. Amen. I know I didn't talk much and I didn't move much about the faith of the son, but I guess maybe this is the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to paint pictures well enough and then maybe over time then they'll just allow us to get And I feel somehow it helps too. Because when we're learning, we learned a lot about faith, faith, and I realized, ah, the more we learn about it, the more we understand it. The easier it is to transition in understanding. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, I know for souls that are excited and wanting to really learn this faith of the Son, mm. we'll get there. Mm. God will help us. Amen. Mm. So, faith of the Son 
is a, is a life that begins to you know, help us to really deal with sin, begin to unveil it, open it up. Amen. So that we can actually be helped. We can actually grow upward and begin to move and journey upward. Because sin is really what besets us from journeying upward. Amen. Amen. Sin doesn't want men to move upward, does it? But God wants to move us upward. And it is by learning the life of the Son that we can move upward. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Any any question before I, I round up tonight? I know because I, I said I will finish early and I, I think I think I did. I tried. I, mean, I, I didn't try. I tried. I think I tried. Amen. Praise the Lord. There are no questions. Let me just begin to thank God. But I will thank you. We give you all the praise. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness. Sibida so exalted. Thank you for showing us your life. Thank you for exposing sin. Thank you, Father, for speaking to us the way you did. Sibida so exalted. Give you all the praise. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We thank you for your mercy tonight and how you've spoken to us concerning your word. We say be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray tonight, O oh Lord, that you begin to walk upon our hearts, even to begin to yield ourselves, to learn your righteousness, even for this life that you are teaching us in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Father, O oh Lord, that the desire to chase after you sincerely and to long after you, Father, you, you bet those desires in us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, that you will begin to open our eyes to sins, even sins within that, that we have no sight of, to be able to address them by your light in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for so much help in understanding. We want to move into your life in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for release of your spirit, O oh Lord, concerning faith, concerning life, concerning light in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayer tonight. We give you all the praise. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim,